Vanguard Media, a mainstream urban AC, an original trendsetter with authentic culture, VanguardMediaLLC.com. This show was sponsored in part by Houston's own multimedia mogul, Lisa the Boss Lady, motivational speaker, travel agent, sales consultant for Bye Bye Belly, Bedroom Candy, and Candy Coated Cosmetics, and coming soon, the co-host of the hot new talk show, Love and Entrepreneurship. If you're looking to start a business or you just need some inspiration, contact Lisa the Boss Lady. It's time to boss up in 2021. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram at Lisa the Boss Lady or visit her website, lisathebosslady.com. And don't forget to mention, Stunner Radio sent you. Happy Saturday, ladies. We black on. Here we go. You are welcome back to our space here with Black Coffee with a Side of Tea. Tea. You are here with our fabulous stunner ladies. We got Miss Mimi. What's up? What's up? How you doing? How you doing? It's Saturday. It is Saturday. (laughs) And then we have Miss Lisa the Boss Lady. Happy Saturday, ladies. gorgeous. I thought you was going to sing. I want to hit that note. Oh, girl, no. You don't want me to do that? It's like she was going somewhere. Yeah. Right? Oh, y'all definitely don't want me to do that. <laughs> Won't be a happy Saturday anymore. I, <laughs> I am your girl, Latreva Deneen, and we have our special guest in the room, Miss Tawana Graves. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you, ladies? Thank you so much for having me today. Thank awesome. you for coming out. I'm so excited out. to hear from you and talk to you a little bit later about your book and what you got going on. All right. Awesome. So, of course, we have to know... Drum roll, please. Don't really drum roll because it's going to make too much noise, but you got it. How is your week? <laughs> I was about to. I'm glad she's teacher in me. I'm like, I know how it works. Don't do it. I was ready. <laughs> how was we get to play? <laughs> Lisa the boss lady, you up. How's your week, sis? My week was amazing. Um, awesome. You know, I started a new job. Because my oh, third week. Right. And so I was very independent this week. Okay. And I got a, I mean, I got it. I'm good. good. deal. So it, it feels really good. Are you still loving it? I am. Yeah. I, I love it more now that like I get no, it. What's I happening. feel yeah, yes, yeah. I nice. feel very independent. Feel very accomplished. That's awesome. And we got a lot. Of, we got a, a lot so of stuff done. So I'm proud great of you. week. That's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. I'm proud nice. Of you. My week was awesome. I survived it. Amen. 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 <laughs> yes. Once Tell over you. nobody because y'all know I am an Uber driver sometimes and <laughs> I ain't run over nobody. That's <laughs> awesome. Too, but um, I didn't end up in. Uh, incarcerated. That's right. That's um, that's and that's goal. real. You know, Weekly the people goals. at my job, you know, they've been on my nerves and they've been, Ooh. they mess with my money for the past. Yeah. So oh, I had to go up will. to the office. So that mm. was like, y'all, I need to start fasting. Yeah. <laughs> before oh, I, I go. walk up in here. Right. Yeah. Before I walk up in here. And right. so, yeah, I'm still out. So yeah. I'm good. Well, well I'm, I'm glad. Good. I'm you grateful. I'm still free. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, so I'm grateful. I'm on this side of freedom. Yeah. You know, but I learned that um, I need to, the moves that I'm making mm-hmm. um, now, uh, I really have to hone in on them so I can, you know, not have to deal with that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they, they purposely push you. Facts. Yes. Facts. So because like they feel not. like they have you. Yeah. And yeah. that's really had the standpoint mm-hmm. of, even mm-hmm. when I was in the office, uh, uh, the, one of the owners said, um, I need to have more of this so I can start firing people. And I was like, yeah, so, uh, let Jesus. me, yeah, yeah. Cause this isn't a game <laughs> yeah, that I'm trying to it's play not, with you. It's not. Right. So yeah, right. I made it. That's awesome. Thank God yeah. I made it. Yes. Thank <laughs> That was a song. <laughs> My week was pretty cool. Um, I think I had a lot of revelations. Mm-hmm. Um, there were lots of of times where God had to snatch my, you know, yoke me up real good (laughs) Uh and just kind of remind me like, 
um, if you want something different, you have to do something. That's yeah. correct. Like, yeah. Legitimately. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. it is no, there's no mystery to mm-hmm. it. And so if you want a, a different trajectory in life, if you want different outcomes, you have to take different action. And Lisa said, it, or it might have been you, Lisa, on, on y'all show where it was just like, you have to just forget the fear and just take the leap Absolutely. and just do, do the thing. And Feel so, the fear, do it anyway. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's really, um, that's, that was my revelation. Like just lots of things this week. And then just realizing that if this lane, this radio digital media lane is what I want to do, then there's work that I need to do around this. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. stuff that I need to do so that I can grow and, and be where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And so it just was really enlightening this week. So, nice. and with that, um, I felt a sense of responsibility when I realized that Cicely Tyson had passed yeah, and yeah, right. like it literally pulled the, the air out of my body mm-hmm. when, when, when my wife told me and I was just dumbfounded because you know, Cicely and Betty Betty White, they're not going to die. They're yeah, going right. to be here forever. Yeah, right. Like, and every ever, time you turn ever. on something, they're there, yeah. you know? And yeah. so it was like a personal loss. Yeah. And so I just kind of sat with that and was just like, how much she's done in 96 years and how much of an advocate and how much she must have had to um, sacrifice mm-hmm. and, and and just kind of put herself out there, being yeah. the first in so many ways. Like, you're a model in the 70s, yeah. like, as a beautiful and black. Look- Cover covers yes. covers on the cover yes. and she so, was on the cover last year wasn't she? absolutely yeah and so it's like all right there there is a legacy that um I don't have children but that doesn't mean that I'm unable to leave a legacy Come on, right right and so right. to see what she was able to accomplish it's like okay let me get myself in gear right what what's been happening there's stuff to do right you know? yeah and so you know really inspired this week. So that's I'm glad you said that because that was one thing that popped into my head too because I struggled with that so many years ago with hearing leave a legacy, leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, I ain't got nothing to do with me Right, I ain't got no cheering. Right. <laughs> right. right. And somebody was like, okay, but you an aunt. And what that means? Right. I bust them in their head when they wrong when I go on by my business. Right? <laughs> so, but yeah, we have yeah. a responsibility. And, and last month I started listening to um, T.D. Jake's daughter. Mm-hmm. Sarah and Jakes. Sarah Jakes. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned, or she talked about in one of her, sermons uh the people that are attached to you yes and it really brought it home Mm -hmm. and made sense Mm -hmm. and it was like the people that you come across the Mm -hmm. people in your circle the people that even the ones you can't stand right leave imprint right Right. and that's part of your legacy absolutely Absolutely. so yeah and even and i watched her uh uh, cicely's uh, interview with um Gail, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and she was saying how um, she still wanted to produce. She wanted to start producing. So even at ninety six, she still had goals. She was still and trying like, to go do and get some it, things. Yeah. Like, I ain't trying to sit at home. She said. Yeah. Uh, I think in her book she said, uh, "I'm not trying to sit at home and make butt prints." Right. <laughs> I was like, "Butt prints? Sh-? Come on, come on." If ever there was a person <laughs> that was gonna keep it and shoot it, be, uh, and that hit from her. the yeah, yeah, it was her. It's it's awesome. Awesome. And yeah. she's absolutely right. And then absolutely. her her dying at ninety six. Um, kind of brings it home for all of us, you know, like Latriva said, oh, she's not going to die. Sometimes we feel about ourselves mm-hmm, that way. Mm-hmm, Sometimes mm-hmm. that's the reason that we need to feel the fear mm-hmm, and do it anyway, because mm-hmm. you don't know what so is going to happen yeah. with you tomorrow. Yeah. So while you're waiting to start that business next week that you are so passionate about, that you love 
love so much. Ooh, call me Who out. knows what is happening to call you next out. week? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Call I immediately out. I was looking. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I need to call her <laughs> because <laughs> it is. It, that's yeah. that's what's real. That's what's serious. So you know, real. she's ninety six. She lived a full, full. life, beautiful life, and. Yes. You know, a lot of people they like to say gone too soon. Mm-hmm. I I can't. She did every yeah. single thing. All I can say is thank I can't, exactly. Yeah. She was blessed. Thank we were blessed you. that she Worked that she hours. was here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. don't be that. Yeah. Don't be that person waiting for something else to happen so when good, you don't Lisa. know whether it is or not. That's so good, Lisa. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we are going to yes, absolutely. Yes, you too. Yes. Oh yes. We're gonna go ahead and take a break at this time we'll be right back are you looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle but have less than perfect credit look no further than me amigo motors offering in-house financing to help you build or re-establish your credit all vehicles are put through a multi-point inspection and their award-winning customer service and on-site service center will make your buying experience stress-free i know you got your stimulus check and it's tax refund season so stop by me amigo motors today at 9729 long point road or give them a call at 832-548-592 to reserve your appointment for their VIP approval. Again, that's 832-548-5927. And don't forget to mention, Stunner Radio sent you. And welcome back to Black Coffee with a Side of Tea. We are so excited to talk to you today um, and bring to you our guest, author Tawana Graves. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you, ladies, again for having me here. Awesome. So glad to have you here. Thank you. Um, We just want to hear you talk. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for our audience members who don't know who you are, can you give us a little bit of your background and what what you're working on? Yes, definitely. Um, I'm Tawana Graves. Actually, I'm from Lafayette, Louisiana. I've been okay. in Houston about nine years. Okay. So I am a mother and a grandmother two times, oh, okay. um, a grandson and a granddaughter. Okay. So I have um, been working on different books now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are, do you have a book now that you've recently finished? Yes. Okay. What's the, what's the name of it? That book is called A Single Mother's Journey. Okay. Ooh, a Single Mother's nice. Journey. Awesome. Yes. And how many books do you? Did you say you've written one? Just this Just one. one. Yes, ma'am. Working on other things. Yes, ma'am. Okay, got you. Um, so what life experiences? What is the story of a single mother? What was the inspiration for this book? Well, actually, just by the title, a lot of people thought that it was my story, but okay. it's not my story. I actually dedicated it to my mom who passed okay. away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was her caregiver for mm-hmm. maybe about uh, two years mm-hmm. prior to her passing. Okay. Um, it kind of went really fast. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of sicknesses and illnesses plagued her life. Okay. And from that, she ended up, you know, passing away. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so during the, um, what was the inspiration for you wanting to tell her story? What was it about her story that you felt like other women could, um, find useful or the world needed to hear about? Well, the main thing that motivated me to write the book, one is my mom was a single mother okay. and she had her own struggles. She had me at 16, so okay. she was really, really young when she had me. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing as women, we go through a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to highlight her life Got and it. what she has been through as a single mom and Are, so young. Were you her only child? No, okay. we, I have three other siblings. Okay. So oh, we're two boys oldest. and two girls. I'm the oldest. Okay, okay. okay. So a whole lot more responsibility Absolutely. was on me. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Especially with your mom being so young. Yes. And so when she needed to work, you were the one who was there Definitely. helping support. Definitely. Understandable. Mm-hmm. So did you, with you being the oldest, what did that look like for you? 
um, responsibility-wise? Uh, what was that like? And then with her being um, a single parent, like, were you, do you feel like you were forced to grow up faster than usual? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I remember her fir- the first thing that actually hit us, I was uh, 17 mm-hmm. in the 12th grade, was about to graduate, mm-hmm. and then I found out that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I ended up being a, a single mom very early myself. Mm-hmm. But having my mom there and me being the oldest, when she fell sick, the very first sickness that she had, she had ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that kept her in the hospital for at least two months, wow. you know, um, trying to get her, her health back. Right. So that meant that I was now a full-time mom, mm-hmm. not only the oldest sister, but a full-time mom now because right. I had to do the cooking, I had to do the cleaning, I had to make sure that they actually got up for school right. and then in the evenings make sure that they did their homework. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot. Wow. It was a lot. Wow. wow. Did in I'm glad you and I think I heard you say it right that even with you um becoming pregnant at 17 she was still supportive of you right mm-hmm. definitely good that's good because mm-hmm. so oftentimes that's not the case especially right. in black families mm-hmm. that was what I was yeah. gonna ask yes mm-hmm. because a lot of times when a uh, single when single mothers are young teen mothers and their daughters do the same thing they get mad they get upset mm-hmm. and right. that was definitely what I was about to ask you mm-hmm. Well, we definitely mm-hmm. had our little roundabout, sure. of course, because that's not the life that she wanted. wanted you know, she right. kind of expected me to, you know, finish She's school first right. and then get my career going and everything. So I remember when I had to tell her, I was very, you know, very, very scared. Mm-hmm. But it was so, it was like funny because I was like, I thought I had the flu. So okay. I had gone to the hospital. I had to take out going to the hospital. And uh, the doctor came and he said, well, you know what? You do have the flu, but you're also two months pregnant. I'm like, <gasps> Mm. Oh, my God. Wow. How am I going to tell her that? Right, so right. I go to work still that afternoon, and she was like, oh, what did the doctor say? So she's calling me at work. What did the doctor say? I say, well, he did say I have the flu, but I'm pregnant. She's like, oh, Shay, go ahead. Go finish. Go finish work. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. So it was like I, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. So I think at that point she kind of accepted the fact sure. that, you know, I, I, I was a single mom. I was okay. going to be a single mom now. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, that it's still that it was a conversation and you all were able to just kind of move through that, but still stay connected and stay yes, ma'am. in it. Awesome. That's awesome. What are your proudest? I'm sorry. What are you passionate about? Because I know that you've told your mom's story, mm-hmm. but what what are some of your passions? What are some things that you um, want to make sure that you accomplish before you move forward? Um, I have a big, big passion about health. Like okay. helping people. Okay. Um, I am in the medical field, and okay. I, I guess because of my mom, actually, I started this um, nonprofit called Dynasty of Caregivers, where mm-hmm. my sister and I we go into the homes and we care for um, elderly or awesome. just you know the sick mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's a passion. One of my goals is to someday have a, a day have or just a group home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, take care of those people. Wow. Yes. And so you said it's Dynasty of Caregivers? Yes, ma'am. So how did you decide to to work with the elderly versus maybe the youth or, or children? What made you decide to be a healthcare, like a home health person? Well, definitely because I know that at some point we all got to go, you know, right. get older. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like... Sometimes you don't trust everybody with mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. One, you have to have a passion for right. uh, caring for people because right. everybody's just not cut out to do it. Absolutely. Um, so that was my thing. I wanted to make sure that whenever my mom got, you know, really bad that I was able or I had 
comfort mm -hmm. in knowing that somebody else is taking care of her. And since I really didn't feel like that in the beginning, mm -hmm. my sister and I, we decided to just be her caregivers. Okay. Nice. Okay. And then that, did you start Dynasty of Caregivers after she transitioned? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Nice. And how long have you been uh, in business with that? Um, two years. So she okay. passed wow. in uh, 18. So she died in August. So right September was when I ended up, you know, wow. getting my DBA and getting that started. Wow. Yeah, because my mom passed at my house. So okay. we, we took care of her. I moved her from Louisiana. She mm -hmm. passed away at my house. So okay. that was like another big thing. Yeah. And that was the motivation behind it, behind it yes. to writing. I understand. Nice. And it's something, it's something special about being able to care for people in their senior years, mm -hmm. you know, providing that comfort for them, so to speak, while they're at home. Mm -hmm. um, so hats off to you for that because Thank it's not you. easy. It's Definitely. not. Especially it's not. with family. I was about yes. to say. Right? I was going to say I would imagine it being difficult when you're not family mm -mm. because it's like my, my pres presumption would be that with someone who's not family there, that the patient might be a little less comfortable, that they might be a little more, mm -hmm. you know, resistant mm -hmm. and that it would be more challenging for mm -hmm. that caregiver to really make a connection. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was thinking the opposite actually, that, you know, having someone who would come in as a stranger, especially black people, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. I don't want everybody in my house. I don't yeah. want everybody in my business yeah. and so just just I didn't even think that that would be something that many of them would welcome that mm -hmm. that older people would welcome Some and feel do. comfortable with yeah well how, did you oof, so that's a good one thank you yeah. for that thank you <laughs> um, so with you being a black woman in business mm -hmm. and doing that sort mm -hmm. of thing because I'm a caregiver mm -hmm. and so um we have I have come across those who are uh, and not even the black ones it's the white ones sure right who they know they need it, mm -hmm. but they're still stuck in that right. era where you right. colored, you, right. you, mm -hmm. are, you know, you're, you're those things. Right. And so how did that, how, what, what challenges did you face mm -hmm. with being a black woman in that business or in this business doing that, if any? I never really, because really I'm a people's person. Mm -hmm. And um, again, as I said, you have to just either, cut out to do it or not to do it you true. know that's true so then you gotta kind of meet people <clears throat> where they are okay. mm -hmm. you know so you do find a lot of people who um as you say they go back to the um the older days yeah. you mm -hmm. know so now it's no longer that you're there to help me but you're also now like the my slave type you right right the servant. so mm -hmm. you just gotta kind of you know Ask Jesus, you know, give you strength yes. because sometimes it's very much needed. Yes, very Absolutely. much needed. Yeah, the company actor said yesterday um, that they, oh, you would love her. Mm -mm. And then they started to explain. They have one particular mm -hmm. client who um, showed uh, the person that has her now, who's uh, African American, where all the black people used to live. And, you know, she was kind of upset because she didn't realize how y'all were able to make that much money live over there. And I was like, wow, yeah, no, I'm not that one. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I, no, you already know my Aries is gonna come out. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Jesus knows. So, but that's that's awesome. Um, I had another question, y'all, and I forgot what it was. My question was, <laughs> and your point is is very. Uh, I I understand it that you have to have a passion for this. How did you come to realize that 
caregiving was your passion. Had you always done healthcare before your mom? Always, always. I remember um, I might have been right around 16. Okay. My goal was just anything in the medical field. Okay. Anything Mm. that was hands-on working with people. Okay. And then I kind of branched off to wanting to be like more one-on-one. Okay. You know, with people. So I've been doing healthcare for like 20 years. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you really just kind of stepped into your natural role with mom. Yes. Got it. That's so is cool. healthcare the only thing that you're passionate about? Girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to do as much and just about anything that I can kind of get my hands on mm-hmm. because I love to cook. Coming from Louisiana, Ooh. my whole family cooked, Don't and play. I love cooking. Don't play. So I definitely want to try to get into cooking. First of um, all, I'll be your taste tester. <clears throat> anytime, anytime. <laughs> she can cook, y'all. I'm going to tell y'all how I met Tawana. I need to write yes. my number down. Um, I met Tawana on Facebook, she has a group. It's called Ladies That Love To Be Wined. Okay. And it is about whining, basically. So what you'll do is you'll pick a lady oh. and you'll wine her. Mm-hmm. You'll either give her a basket with wine and other things or you'll cash up her enough to go get her a bottle of wine. Nice. And so that is what... Uh, started my relationship with Tawana. We had a meet and greet and when mm-hmm. I saw her, that was my sister. Yeah. It was immediate. So I was just like, you know, just feeling her passion, yeah. feeling everything that she feels yeah. and, you know, having that um that just drive to want to help people because what I know about her is not only mm-hmm. does she like to help um, elderly people. She likes to help everybody. Right. And to me, you have to be a special type of person for that because be, you don't yeah. always get your flowers for that. That's you don't right. always get that You're thanks. Right. Yes, so thank I definitely you. wanted to bring her around you guys because she needed. So she good. needed. Everybody needs to know what type of person that she is. That is mm-hmm. so thank awesome. you so much. That is so that's sweet. Awesome. And I love her. I swear, it doesn't matter if the group continues or yes. not. That's gonna forever be, be my a, sister. That's yes. Awesome. Yes. Nice. yes. 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 That's awesome. Nice. And she did not pay her for that. She did. No, 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 that's right. That's no, one no, thing no. I like about black coffee with a side of tea. It's going to come like black coffee. Absolutely. <laughs> straight. 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 No sugar, no, no, sugar no cream. That's it. <laughs> so are there any things that um, you, I'm sorry, are there any um, goals that you haven't accomplished yet? Are there any things that you are looking at in the future that you have your eyes set on doing? Yes, I would like to become a travel agent because I love traveling. So have y'all already connected on that? We have already already connected connected in that. And and as you ladies mentioned earlier, I'm one of those procrastinators, and I know that uh, time is really not on our side, so I need to just go ahead and step into it and get it going. That's right. Um, Also, while taking care of my mom, I was a a director of a day hab taking care of uh, 300 um, clients who had disabilities. Um, They were elderly. Mm -hmm. You know, some couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was the director of that. Mm-hmm. And prior to my mom passing, I was already in school studying my RN. So okay. I had to juggle trying to be the director and take care of like 300 clients mm-hmm. and a staff, mm-hmm. as well as trying to Your finish degree. up on my RN. Yes. So I had to sit out doing my RN. Okay. So one of my goals is definitely to try to 
okay. uh, finish my nursing. Okay, awesome. Oh, nice. And when you get that finished, make sure you come back so we can celebrate you. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. So we can we see you, amazing. sis. You. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. And so how can our listeners get in touch with you? Because I feel absolutely connected. So if I had someone in my family that needed that sort of help, I would absolutely want to reach out to you. So how can our listeners reach you? Well, you guys can reach me um, on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. It's Tawana Graves. Um, also, I do have a page for Dynasty of Caregivers as well. That's on Facebook. Um, if you know anyone who is in need of health care, okay. quality health care, um, look me up. Also, awesome. if you're interested in purchasing my book, it is on Amazon. Okay. As well as you can go directly to my site. Um, it's sites.google mm-hmm. forward slash views forward slash T.S. Graves. And what is the name of your book one more time? A Single Mother's Journey. A Single Mother's Journey by Tawana S. Graves. Well, we are so excited to have you here today. I am super excited. Thank you for being here. And it was nothing like I thought. I thought I'd get a whole (laughs) lot nervous, but you ladies are so welcoming. (laughs) Oh my God. Like your presence, your grace, it is amazing. And of course, I looked to my left and I'm like, okay, I I know you. You (laughs) You rooting for me. Yes, yes. Awesome. Well, will you hang out with us for the rest of the show? Definitely, yes. Well, we will be back with the Ladies of Black Coffee and Miss Tawana Graves after this message. If you're looking for healthy meal prep, family-style meals, or catering for your next event, look no further than the East Traveling Square Kitchen with Chef Square, Alan Phillips, specializing in soul food, family-style dining, and Southern flavor. Chef Square can adhere to dietary needs like keto and bariatric meal prep without compromising on taste. Take advantage of weekly meal plans like the Starter Pack, five meals for $75 with three entree choices, additional meal plans, and contact-free delivery is available. Contact Chef Square of the East Traveling Square Kitchen today at 832-495-8836 and tell them Stunner Radio sent you. We are back with the ladies, ladies of black coffee with a side of tea. Ladies with black on. Well, we are ladies. We are ladies. We are ladies. We are ladies. Thank you. New word. That's a shirt. Yes. Yes. Ladies. Ladies. So, ladies, I um ran across this um. This is our tea of the day segment. Mm-hmm. And so I ran across this um, article um, from, an, uh, hold on, let me get my thoughts together. I ran across <laughs> this article by someone who was talking about a situation related to Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. And they said that um, they were basically on their soapbox because Complex, um, which is a media outlet, had... Um, put out information about saying that Tory Lanez had his charges dropped in the case again with him and Megan um, around the shooting, her having been shot in the feet, I believe, yes. um, last year. Mm-hmm. And so the the meat complex picked it out, picked it up. Other media outlets picked it up and started running with it. Well, no one really verified that this wasn't true. And so I think that my question for us today is what is the responsibility of media and news outlets and media, you know, on air personalities when it comes to um, reporting information that is actually verified and true? Um, And then that led me to um, just kind of do some research. And I was looking at and ran across an article called Is the Shade Room Too Toxic? And um, it 
kind of talked about Angie Nwandu, who was the founder of The Shade Room. And for those who don't know what The Shade Room is, it's sort of a a gossip celebrity Mm -hmm. sort of stories blog or website um, media entity Mm -hmm. that talks about, you know, the news that's going on in celebrities' personal lives, sometimes their professional lives. But a lot of the quote-unquote gossip and tea that we get, especially as... um, as it relates to black celebrities comes through this, this medium of the shade room. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people were talking about it's, um, whether or not it was harmful to the images of black people that we are seeing in media. And since it's gotten to be so big and so many people visit it and they take what's said there, you know, they wanted to know, is this something that should be regulated in a different way? So my question to you ladies today is, what is the responsibility of media personalities or media entities um, that are sharing information about people? What is their responsibility when it comes to saying what's actually true versus just putting something out there for the sake of conversation or clicks? You know, the term clickbait comes right. to mind. Clickbait is, is really uh, is starting to be ridiculous these right. days. It really is. But I watched Players Club and, you know, Diamond's professor told her never trust anyone else's research but your own. That's, that's right. It. And that's, right. that's what you were supposed to do. That's it. You know, right. I would not put any thing out that I did not know was true Mm -hmm. you know until I knew it was true I I wouldn't put it out um and it and it can get dangerous you know like when um I hate to bring this up I hope Lisa can't hear me when the when it happened with Kobe Bryant Mm -hmm. the first thing I thought was I hope nobody is taking something and running with it and and it's not true right you know because it it happens it does happen and those are the instances where it's you know it can be bad. That you know, damaging. somebody's family could see Absolutely. something like mm-hmm. that and, mm-hmm. you know, think that their family Absolutely. member has died yep. and that's not the case. Yes. They were saying that during that whole situation with Kobe that Rick Fox's family, that mm-hmm. there was rumor they that sure he did. was on there sure and his did. family was going crazy. Mm-hmm. They sure yeah. did. And he was in the middle of like an interview or something and he couldn't get to his phone. And so, like, literally once he got to his daughter and got to call her back, she melted because wow. the whole time... This yeah. is going on, and I'm right. thinking my yeah. dad's on the plane. Right. And you would think that instances like that, especially once they came out, that people would be more mindful of the words that come out of their mouths. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially journalists, mm-hmm. especially newscasters, mm-hmm. especially radio personalities of the sort. Um, but it's gotten to a point to where they don't double check. Mm-mm. You they know, don't. they give somebody if 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 there's a team, mm-hmm. they give that person, you know, what they're supposed to do to bring the information and sometimes that person doesn't even do what they're supposed to do. So we're back at trust your own research. Mm-hmm. And then for before clicks became a thing, mm-hmm. it was about the numbers. Right. You know, and I watched so many shows that that Whenever they depict people who are newspaper, you know, they don't want the article that's talking about something. Give me the, give me the the gossip. Give me the gossip. They don't want to really talk about. And that's what the issue is. Everybody is so, especially in this media um, era, everybody wants to be the first one because one, if you are the one to break the story, you the one that's about to go viral. Right. You the one that everybody's going to go to first because yours is the only one out there until other people kind of extrapolate <laughs> out what whatever it is that you've said and decided what they want to write about after mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants that, that first in. And so it's oftentimes to me, 
without regard to the to the people who the stories are actually about yeah. because one of the things that Megan um said she responded in um a tweet and then she was just like you know how are you all trying to profit off of my trauma yeah like why is this okay yeah, yeah. and then of course the questions about you know what um what is happening with her being a black woman. Like, why are y'all doing this to her as, mm -hmm. as a black woman? Mm -hmm. This is not how, this is typical of what happens to us. We're mm -hmm. not believed. Right. And then we're constantly having to do things that are, um, to support our own, our own self and our own stories right. while everything else is kind of coming against us to say that we're lying. Yeah. yeah. But what, what, what is the ramifications of us not, looking at information and making sure it's factual. What is our, what should happen to those who actually don't verify? They should definitely, they should definitely be punished. And I don't know what way, you know, that, um, that they should be punished, but they definitely should. And mm -hmm. the, the reason why it is the way that it is, is exactly what you said. They want to be that first person with that exclusive that nobody else right. has. Mm -hmm. And they want it so bad that they're willing to fudge. They're willing to right. go out here and just post what's, what's not true. And, mm -hmm. or you don't know if it's true. They're willing to do whatever it takes to do that. To get and, that. and unfortunately society being what it is, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a popularity contest versus right versus sure. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't think anything will happen to them, but something definitely should. I think if, and they if, can get if, sued. just like with anything else, that part, mm -hmm. um, it has to start with something. So if, if, even though, you know, nowadays we probably don't see, uh, ramifications of coming out with stuff like that. Um, it should start somewhere. Somebody has to start that where, oh no, you put out the wrong information. Case in point, my cousin um, was uh, got married, oh, I don't know, two years ago, I think it was, but her husband's a football player. Mm -hmm. When they had their first child, the, the newscaster said, oh, and you know, congratulations to him. He just had a baby with da-da-da-da-da. Well, da-da-da-da-da wasn't, wasn't even who he had mom. the baby oh, with. Oh, wow. It was yeah. with the ex-girlfriend. Oh, oh, wow. So, so she named the wrong person, and it was during a football game. Right. Oh, my right. gosh. And, and, and so, and it was like, somebody need her job. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. You know, like, how dare you? I mean, that's a big one. And I don't know what. <clears throat> and so stuff like that that's needs crazy. to be handled, whether it's uh, something, a write-up, a, a fine. Let's start mm -hmm. with fine. A fine, yeah. Yes. Right? Let's start mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. So the, it brings it home to them and makes sure that they understand, all right, you you better make sure right. that information that you're about to talk about is, is true and is correct. True and correct. It, it used to be that way. It used to, there used to be journalistic integrity. Mm -hmm. There used to be a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like, everything is all willy nilly. Everybody's doing, everybody's saying and doing whatever they want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that I hate to say it. I think that it comes from this last presidential era because I feel like there was a lot of, um, Fake news. Yeah, and just a lot of just he there, were, there was so much lying, and I think it mm -hmm. caught the media off guard. Right, they just weren't used to someone in such a position just saying whatever. Oh yeah, and mm -hmm. so for a long time they just were like, "Well, this isn't actually proven," and so at, by the time he left, they were just straight up calling him a liar. Oh yeah, and just oh, yeah. giving it to him raw 
Facebook <laughs> added fact checkers. Absolutely. And it's like, these are the numbers of times the president lied. And it's like, wow. so at this point, people have gotten to the point to where you really, if the president can say anything, then what, what stops Absolutely. me? Like, it, ain't that happening now? I do, really. I do think it was a little bit before yeah. uh, this administration. But um, what you say is, is actually true. Like, it's very factual. Mm-hmm. Um, people are at the point where they are seeing a lot more than, you know, all these races. The people say, oh, he bought out the races. No, they were already out. Absolutely. They just weren't speaking their minds. Mm-hmm. Now they're yeah. now you now know they who they are. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, they're right. comfortable. And, and they Absolutely. feel very comfortable. Yeah. So I do, I agree. He did. He created a space for everybody to feel comfortable with being who they are and, and saying what they have to say. And to be honest, I'm not even mad at him for that. I wanted right. to know who those people are. Amen. I needed to know who Amen. they are. Amen. And know? the fact that they did not recoil, you know, when he left, like they're still out there like, and I'm here. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, let's, let's make sure we're taking these names. Yeah, they're still sure saying that he's going to be the president. Absolutely, there's a there's they are a still lot saying of that. I wow. see it. Like I, so I literally see delusion. it on on my my timeline, you know. And I saw one person that posted it. That's a friend of mine, and I don't judge anybody for their views or mm-hmm. anything like that. But the way that they attacked her, mm-hmm. to me, I feel like it was just as wrong as that. Right. You know, I don't. I'm not. I didn't have anything good to say about it, so I just didn't I say anything. By it. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't think that we should. I. We are more divided mm-hmm. than we have ever um, been, yeah. Oh. Yeah. and mm-hmm. it it needs to that needs to get fixed. And yeah. I don't know. And there's a lot of as a result of that stuff with you know this last era. There's a lot of um, people where we're much more we're scrutinizing the media more. We're mm-hmm. scrutinizing what we're watching. We're scrutinizing what we're hearing, which is good. Um, but I think that there's going to be a lot of work on the side of journalists and media in order to rebuild public trust in, in the mm-hmm. things that they have to say. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we should always have been fact checking, but there also is something to be said about that relationship between the person who is giving me my news and whether or not I've trusted them. Cause you know, just taking it back to my family only watches channel 13 news like mm-hmm. my right. wife my wife and her family grew up on channel 11 it's real rough in the house in the morning <laughs> because i'm getting my news mm-hmm. from channel 13 and you over there trying to fool they don't even know what happened well i watched like, channel six two, hours so yeah, oh i'm too. sorry well i am so sorry because i don't they got a peacock that's a whole other situation i know my right Nana i know right channel no two. sense so I watch Channel Two like my nana. Exactly, and that's that's what we doing. That's this is what she did. This is what she watched. These are the store. You know, this all is of what I'm used to. This, exactly. I haven't Absolutely. looked at anything else. Exactly. Yeah, I watch two. Sometimes like I catch eleven, and then after my marriage, because he had CNN. Because he wasn't too. from CNN, him. right? So he was always CNN, and right. so now it's CNN for me. Right, you know, same. I, I go same. local and then CNN. CNN. Exactly. Let's see if they lining up. Because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. it. And so we, it's it's created a situation where we are having to readjust to this relationship with the media. And Absolutely. I think that we also, as ourselves being part of media, just being conscientious about making sure that we are the ones that are given the best news, that we mm-hmm. are the ones that are given the truth, that we are the ones, especially as black women, that we are representing um like i said truth mm-hmm. and and that we are we are accurate in what we have to say i just
just thought that that was an interesting conversation to have since this is absolutely. in our industry. And then, um, we're, and then we're that, that we're also okay with the truth. Absolutely. Giving it and receiving it. And receiving it. it. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Yeah, because sometimes we get so comfortable with the, the sugar coating. That, you know, yes. We don't want the truth. You yes. get mad at people Ooh. who comment. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Good. yes. So, yes, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. So, Girl, <laughs> so we'll be right back after this message with um, some other teas that we're going to be talking about. Personality, charisma, and style. A true star ready to shine at your next event. Latreva Deneen, radio personality and event host, will make your event the place to be and provide lasting memories for your audience. If you want to take your event to the next level, book Latreva Deneen to be your host, MC, moderator, or red carpet interviewer and host. Contact her at Latreva Deneen on Facebook and Instagram for booking information and pricing. And make sure to mention Stunner Radio sent you. And welcome back to Black Coffee with a side of tea. It is Lisa the Boss Lady with some more tea. Yes. Y'all. Yes. Come on. So look, I watch Facebook because that's my entertainment. I don't watch TV, so I watch Facebook. Yes. (laughs) So there was a lady that um, she posted on Facebook that she does not recommend the city of Stinnett, Texas. I don't know where that is. Okay. But she does not recommend the city of Stinnett, Texas, because the chief of police is her fiance and has two other fiancés, as well as two wives and 15 girlfriends. How do they know how many girlfriends he has? Because they kept coming forward. Oh. And they were saying, when she, when she, me too. (laughs) He he oh, no. was telling one that he was uh, deployed in Iraq, one that he was in Alaska doing Stop. oil and gas or something. Stop. He told one wife that he was <laughs> um, deployed that away on work, you know, doing work. He has two wives, and the lady found out the 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 fiance because she found out that he was married. I don't know how she found out, but she found out that he was it's married. And probably. And she confronted him. Hey, you're married. You know what's going on? Oh, well, we got an annulment. He falsified an annulment. But, uh, but, but when I looked at the annulment, Uh-oh. it was all handwritten. See, she's not smart. In the same handwriting. She ain't smart. For the top and the bottom. She ain't bright at all. In blue ink. He probably drew the lines with, with a pencil himself. Listen. He didn't even copy it. He put copy on it wrote a fake Stop cause number and when she looked it up she was like this isn't real this isn't even <laughs> not real. real not even enough and numbers so so other people when he when she posted the picture of them together other people were like oh that's my fiance <laughs> yes. oh no that's Girl, my drunk. boyfriend yes. so so the chief of police should be arrested and so she said <laughs> and he was do not come to this city yes because of this drop yes <laughs> he is on administrative leave the city of mm. the Stinnett Police Department took Stinnett. their page down. I don't blame them. <laughs> they were like, we're yeah. just going to They sit have made a satire out. police page. department of no. Stinnett page. And the, the welcome says, we are not John Taylor we are not. or something That's like that. It was, it was so funny. But then. Um, was he they, a white man? He, yes, he. Okay. Yes. And they were all white ladies. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And. Um, he was he's on administrative leave. He was arrested. Oh. He has bonded out. Arrested for what? Um, because he falsified the, the document. Oh, so the annulment got him arrested. That's what I was about to ask. Right. Because it's not illegal to be a player. <laughs> yes. Only to get caught. Only right. to get caught. That's so it. the there's a 
uh, a lawyer on Facebook. His name is James McMinn. Okay. And he's really funny. He makes these funny memes okay. about divorce. And oh, he's a gosh. divorce lawyer in North Carolina, but he's made it all the way to Texas with his memes. And I'm so with he was you. like, yes. Texas has been calling me. I can't, you're out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> so he made a meme and he said, I just bonded out and I was the poli- a chief of police. Do I call the wife with four kids? Do I call the wife with no, two ma'am. kids? Who do I call a lawyer? Do I call <laughs> one of my girlfriends or do I just disappear? <laughs> disappear. Who comes <laughs> to get me? What do I do? Well, what? Right. Congratulations, Chief of Police. Right. Chief of Police. That's uh, definitely a fail. No, that is a broken fail. Yes, indeed. So, Clap Lisa, you were going to tell us about some of the new shows yes. that were coming to Stunner. On a brighter note. Yes. Stunner is getting hot, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Hey. We have two brand new shows. The one show is The Recipe with Dr. Stephanie Finney. She has the ingredients on how to live your best life. Life. And I'm trying wait. to live my best life. Yes. So I definitely want to see that recipe. For sure. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> the recipe. Yes. And so. then the one that I'm looking forward to. Yes, ma'am. Love and Entrepreneurship. Hey. Yes. Hey. Launching on Love Day. It's my favorite holiday, y'all. Yes. So yes. y'all gonna find out why. <laughs> Valentine's Day Valentine's. is my favorite. Because I love good. love. Yes. And so I'm elected. Oh, okay. <laughs> I so, see Electa. I see you. So um it's going to launch on Valentine's Day at 3 o'clock, which is Sunday. Sunday, February okay. 14th at 3 o'clock. And we're going to be talking about love mm-hmm. and entrepreneurship and how we make it work. Awesome. Nice. To the boss lady nice. and Chef Square. Hey. If and you decide to have food, let me know. Really? <laughs> we are thinking about having food, but not the food that he cooks. We want some chocolate-covered strawberries or something mm. like that. We're setting the love some, mood. Oh, okay, what is right. it? So, Aphrodisiac Yes, we're, we're, we're setting the love mood. That's what's Because up. it's important, y'all, because yeah. a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs are having trouble dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we want to talk about how we make it work so maybe that some other entrepreneurs out there can make it work. And we're going to mm-hmm. be interviewing Absolutely. other entrepreneurs uh power couples that um learn how to make it work nice so we can all you know get together and uh figure out a formula that's nice do you think an entrepreneur has to marry an entrepreneur or be in a relationship with an entrepreneur another entrepreneur in order to be happy or comfortable or compatible no you don't have to okay you just have to have someone that's very Mm open-minded yes because um you know some people that are not entrepreneurs just go get a job yeah yeah that's not gonna work with an entrepreneur (laughs) you're not gonna you can't say that to someone that's an entrepreneur because i do have a job i do work a nine to five but as an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur you always know that they're not gonna pay you exactly what you're worth Mm -hmm. and you always you're you're ready to say in a minute what you're not gonna do Mm -hmm. what they can't tell you Mm -hmm. and how they can't speak to you Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. you know corporate america is not for everybody when you're an entrepreneur the last job i had i was always telling them what i was not going to do and what they could not say to me and how they were not going to treat me so you know and always tell them i do this because i choose to be here right okay Y'all, when you're an entrepreneur, that's that's how you feel that's about corporate you gotta America. Be. Got yes. you. That's true. Always waiting to get out. Awesome. Well, keep <laughs> tuning in to Stunner Radio. Those two shows are launching within the next couple of weeks. Yes. So please make sure you tune in for The Recipe with Dr. Stephanie Finney and Love and Entrepreneurship with our own Lisa, the boss lady and Chef Square. 
So one of the things that I wanted to bring to y'all, and I didn't know if y'all heard about it. Have you heard about this Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene? <laughs> so literally, and I'm not shocked, because literally two nights ago, what's today? Saturday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Friday, Thursday. Thursday sometime around 4 o'clock in the morning, because I fall asleep with CNN on, much to my wife's chagrin. Because um, I'm waking up in the middle of the night knowing what's going on. I got to pee at 4 o'clock. I know what's happening. And so I'm hearing this woman's name, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And so yeah, she's supposedly name. harassing these people. So she's a, she's a Republican representative in the House oh, of Representatives. And she is, has basically become, a flaming basket of foolishness. I'm going to just keep it there. And just making (laughs) lots of attacks towards other representatives. And um, namely, there was a confrontation between she and Cori Bush, who was recently um, brought into as a representative for St. Louis. And the lady often goes on live and she's always, you know, if it's a black person in the hallway, she's hollering Black Lives Matter issues. Mm. Like she's, she's an inflamer. She supports Hmm. QAnon she is really one of those people and in our house of representatives like no like she has a cape that has a confederate flag not in real life but that's basically what she's doing Mm -hmm. and so she was like really and so Cori Bush, black I mean, lady from St. Louis, so I'm just I letting y'all know. I mean, just saying. After what happened. After the insurrection. See, right, right, so right. I, that's what I want to give you the, the visual. That it's cool. <laughs> right. Everybody's like, let her through. Yeah. So she basically um, goes on live and does all these rants about different things that are issues. She thinks that laser beams from Mars or from space has come down and that's what's caused the fires in California. Like she's real left. Like crazy. So anyway, um, she was in, they were passing through a tunnel to get from one building to the other between buildings in DC. And so she's on her, her phone going, you know, live ranting and, uh, Corey Bush was, her perspective was that she heard someone coming up behind her really loudly. And she was like, okay, this feels aggressive. So she moves out of the way. And then they end up in like sort of a yelling match because Corey is telling her, you need to represent Bush is telling her you need to have on your mask like there's mm. a whole um, they've given us a, a mandate here mm-hmm. on the yeah. fed, on Capitol Hill like we have to wear masks when we're here and so the lady's going back and forth with her you're inciting Black Lives Matter so I'm concerned what? about the fact exactly because I'm a black lady and I'm telling you to do something that is a rule and so my concern is Cori Bush moved her entire office because they're you know all of their offices with their staffs are in a specific area Mm -hmm. so she moved her entire office because as she said on joy's joy reed show um she doesn't want to put her staff in a place where they feel unsafe and Mm -hmm. they feel like their lives could be threatened by basically an uh, open white supremacist Mm -hmm. at any time she's like we don't have a peephole in our door someone knocks on our door we open it we don't know what what threat may be on the other side of that and what are we going to do as a nation Mm -hmm. about these people who are clearly feeling more emboldened after he's left office because now they feel a responsibility Mm -hmm. to to dig in their heels yes and carry on this fight Mm -hmm. and so i am concerned about number one the fact that 
she got elected, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> some group of people somewhere were like, yes, she has our values. But oh, then I mean, that she's just kind of moving through the House or moving through Congress and nobody's, the Republican Party is not holding her accountable. So what the heck is happening with them? Well, That's my question. What is going on? Um, I, I don't want to be one of the mudslingers because I have noticed that um, we've been doing that a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, this administration. We, oh, Democrats are dumb or Republicans mm-hmm. are, it's been more, we've always had a rivalry and, you know, but um, I think that it's a lot of finger pointing and I think that it's gotten more aggressive, Agreed. you know, this past uh, administration. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be one of those people that says that, but it is typical of the Republican Party Especially to now. not wear the mask, right. to not, yeah. you know. They, I mean, that was that was in all the whole administration. Mm-hmm. When it came down to after all the mandates were set, there were so many places where um, you would see them mm-hmm. not wearing them, and it was always the majority of the people were um, forty five supporters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's it's but you know that whole passing the buck thing is it has become a thing, right? You know, and so um, I. I don't understand why they're so agitated about it. Right. Put your mask on. Just it's put your mandate. mask on. It's not something I thought of. I pulled and it's out not the sky. personal. It's, right. Yeah, it's not personal. Right. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Right. So, Miss Mimi, <clears throat> let's talk about taking this tea to go. Take this tea to go. Listen, I've been looking through and flipping through <laughs> some pages trying to see what I want to tell y'all, yes. and I got this. <laughs> what you got? Um, wait, I forgot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but we talked about it earlier, how uh, Cicely Tyson was still wanting to do things, even at her age. And so my tea to you today is, uh, like the old folks say, we for we don't know the day or the hour. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't know if you're going to live the, the, the end of this week. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So if you got something you thought you wanted to do, make it happen today. Everything That's you right. do today will affect your tomorrow. Awesome. Back. Thank Amen. you, Miss Me. Yes. 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 And this is our show this week, guys. Thank y'all for tuning in today and be sure to drop by the black coffee with a side of tea facebook page just to let us know your thoughts on today's topics and hang out with us at stunner radio check out the website go visit us Mm -hmm. see what we got for some merch get a cute tank top we'll see (laughs) y'all next week guys bye have a good one Bye. bye If you're looking for a keynote speaker for your next event, look no further than Miss Mimi of Mimi Speaks, specializing in panel discussions, women's luncheons and conferences, and fashion shows and trade shows. Miss Mimi brings her unique blend of experience and training to make a lasting impression on your guests and clients. With powerful, engaging, thought-provoking topics and presentations, Miss Mimi will provide your guests with meaningful takeaways and life-changing revelations. Also available for red carpet interviews and premieres. Email us today at I am Miss Mimi at gmail.com for booking information. That's I am M Y S S M E M E at gmail.com. Vanguard Media. Stay informed and stay connected. Visit us at VanguardMediaLLC.com. Hey ladies, my beautiful sisters, it's time for you to love your bodies with self-love, self-care, and self-confidence. Yoni Sense wants to help you take control of your life by providing feminine natural wellness products right in the comforts of your own home. Yoni is a word that describes a divine passage, womb, or sacred temple. So let's treat her like the temple she is. Yoni Sense specializes in women's care and wellness products like pH balance soaps, detox steams, and home vaginal steams. We are all about helping you maintain your secret yoni in a healthy and natural way. Maybe you need our citrus bar to help maintain a proper pH balance or decrease mild vaginal infections and odors. Or you need to escape away to the ancient practices of the East with herbal infused vaginal steaming. It's 
safe and gentle without any unwanted objects entering your canal. It's time to love your Yoni naturally. Yoni Sense is a minority-owned business. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Yoni Sense. Love your Yoni. Love yourself. Hotter than a mofa. Oh, yeah. Have you tried J. Anthony Brown's gourmet products? You should try his spicy and flavorful hot sauces, like the sweet and juicy peach and pepper, or maybe the tear-jerking cayenne. If that doesn't do it for you, try his Nita Mint garlic flavor, or go for the hot damn habanero. And if that's not hot enough, try that dynamite hotter than a mofo. Order Hotter Than a Mofo products at www.hotterthanamofo.com. Midtown Bell Bond gives you a scenario when a king needs another king. The king of the household is sitting at home on his throne, kicking it, minding his own business when he gets a phone call that his little princess was arrested. Why? Because she was at Herman Park, parked in a Pontiac, puff puff passing with Patrice and Patrick politicking about poverty when the police pulled up and pulled him out the car and found they stash a pot. But Pops don't panic. He called his partner who they've been through this plenty of times. And he said, pull out a pen and pad. I'm going to give you a number that's priceless when your pretty little princess go fade. 713 752-2663 The King of Bonds, Al Rucker, Midtown 2204 Austin Street Or tweet us at Midtown Bell Now go forth and tell the people what you heard Yeah, I'm my independent living If you want your health fixed Then you need to pay attention I got Italy in Brazil We even got Malaysia She queen her dot com So amazing Bitch a fat pimp Get 50% Got lashes, wigs, and bundles. We're shipping them down south. Cheap, clean health, supplying the whole city. We got frontals, we got clothes. If you want them, you can get them. Dollar. Cheap, clean health. 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 We got that fusion health. We got them luxuries. We got lashes. I'm talking she queen out, she queen out, she queen out, she queen out. Y'all make sure to log on to shequeenher.com. Call us up 281-558-4893. Tell them Fat Pimp sent you and get a 15% discount.